Hello, and welcome to the third episode of The Witching Hour. This episode will contain matters of the supernatural, where we discuss our own personal experiences with ghosts and other worldly forces. Before we get into some personal testimonies, we will first hear an interview with Fort Collins, Medium, and Bibby. Please excuse the audio quality of this interview. This is an interview with Ann Bibby. She is a Fort Collins medium here in Larimer County, one of the few in Larimer County. And we're here today to talk about her work as a medium and her work as someone who practices a lot of energy, energy work. You're a psychic, it says here, a medium, a Reiki master, a teacher, and a master face reader. You know, I... I know what a psychic is, I know what a medium is, but I definitely did have some questions about what Reiki is, exactly. I've never heard of that before, ever. Sure. It's a modality um, in working with the energy fields Mm -hmm. of people. We're made up of chakras, Mm -hmm. seven main ones, and of course a whole bunch of small ones in between. And Mm -hmm. We have an aura, and and there are things that come into the energy field, Mm -hmm. and Reiki is, it's hands-on or light touch, Mm -hmm. and working in that field, I can spot any imbalances of, you know, anything from thought forms to stress to anxiety to fear to illness, mm-hmm. block, you know, blockages. Okay. Because we're made up of energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're all energy. That's so, really cool. So, yeah, I do that, and I teach the courses as well. Oh. Le- levels one through uh, four, and then I teach a Reiki drumming class. Oh, and, and what, that's just a, a drumming as a way to... It's a shamanic, there's a, there's a shamanic uh, modality involved with that as mm-hmm. well, the traditional shamanism. Okay. And then it's combined with Reiki energy. Gotcha. That's, that's put into the drum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do drum journeys at workshops and then, of course, teach the drumming class itself. That's cool. And then what would, is face reading exactly? Face reading is, <laughs> you know... Um, not a lot of people are are real familiar with it. Yeah, it is a it's an Asian modality. Um, I learned from a wonderful, phenomenal person that um, works out of Seattle, Lillian Bridges. Okay, and it's based on actually her, her teachings are from her grandmother, mm-hmm. and it's everything oh, that everything that is on the face make, um, means something okay. from the shape of your eyes to your eyebrows to your you know it. It shows your personality, mm-hmm. it shows your patterns, um, hmm. Interesting. as well as the organs in the body mm-hmm. that are associated with the face, and you can tell the health of the system okay. um, by looking at the face, and uh, as well as a lot of things that have occurred mm-hmm. in, in one's life, starting you start at the ears and move down the face. There's, huh. a, there's a map. That's really cool. I've absolutely never heard of that before. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's very accurate. I mean, you know, you hear about palm reading and you hear Mm -hmm. about all this stuff, but face Mm -hmm. reading, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So some of the questions that we had, just like, tell us about your work. Like, what are your, what are your abilities? And when did you realize, you know, that you had this kind of connection to things that normal people don't really (laughs) see or know? Right. Well, I had a lot of uh, premonitions and precognizant dreams as a child. Mm-hmm. So I knew when things were going to happen, but I didn't really know. When you're little, developmentally, I didn't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I recognized that things start, that were happening mm-hmm. after I had you know, a particular dream. Some were alarming. Not, I mean, not all of it was 
warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. But that's how it really came to me as a mm-hmm. child to help me understand that I knew stuff. And then, of course, while growing up, I was always the person that people came to for advice mm-hmm. and the counselor type and the, you know, whatever. I just seemed to know things. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in, I was in the corporate world mm-hmm. for quite a while. And when I graduated from college, I was a headhunter mm-hmm. and I was actually placing people in companies mm-hmm. by tuning in, by tapping oh, wow. in. I didn't know that. I thought everybody could do that. Mm-hmm. But I was literally, I could see the person that belonged at what company. And back then they were paying fees for people. Mm-hmm. And they would not only make it past their guarantee period, but they would stay with the company. Mm-hmm. I was matching. Gotcha. Through my, I can hear, see, feel, sense, and know. Mm-hmm. So I'll have visions. And of course everything comes in crypt, but I'll get messages. Absolutely. That's really In all ways. Yeah. So. And so... um and then you you turned that into now this mm-hmm. business that mm-hmm. um, you run now. So. Yeah, I kind of, it just was, it was one of those things that it was just time. Mm-hmm. It was time for me to actually just embrace just, it. Yeah, and so when that happens, of course, there's synchronicity. There people show up in your life. You mm-hmm. make connections. My sister and I went and had a tarot card reading. Mm-hmm. And it was from that moment forward that I, I started learning Reiki and mm-hmm. um, went on to learn craniosacral therapy and some other modalities. And while at the same time, my gifts, it, it, nothing goes away. It's not like you, mm-hmm. they go away. You mm-hmm. just kind of shelf them, so to speak. Yeah. And everybody's wired to be intuitive. Mm-hmm. So things just started coming back in through, you know, through meditation, through walking outside, through the modalities I was doing and mm-hmm. learning. And I just decided to, you know, take a huge leap of faith mm-hmm. and Absolutely. hang a shingle, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my business took off right away. Yeah. So I opened yeah. in 2010 and it's, yeah, I've been thriving ever since that's wonderful that's really cool i'm glad because you know sometimes the whole the whole like misconception of this kind of work is that i mean you'll never you'll never have any work but obviously that's not the case for you no that's awesome that's really good to hear i want to ask you what your kind of personal theory is on you know what is it do you only get visions or do you ever speak to anything out there or are you you're just someone who interprets visions? But like, what is your theory of where those visions come from? Right. And like, why do you think that you can you can see them and you can know them? Well, I believe that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. So what's coming through another person mm-hmm. and what comes you know through me, they can, that connects. Mm-hmm. So you can call it spirit guide. You can call it universe. You can call it source. Yeah, whatever the absolutely. face of God looks like to you, I, mm-hmm. I don't. I you know, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um. And the messages just, they just start coming whether I'm speaking to someone on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that I particularly channel a particular energy. Okay. But most everything comes from, from guides, from source, from, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And the validation is when, you know, you mention something to someone and there's no way I would have known it. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Mm-hmm. So you just... It's it's really it's difficult to explain. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it comes in crypt. You're never going to have a full on story come mm-hmm. in. So it's not like ghosts coming to you and be like, "Say this." It's more just like, right, visions maybe, or just like small, short snippets of things mm-hmm. that you then put I would, together. I would call it, yeah, things that come in crypt. Okay. You know, some some larger chunks of energy I can tap in. I I call it head tapping for me. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally can head tap. Okay. I can go into that energy field. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone has asked me to check in on whomever, mm-hmm. person, place, or thing. I mean, I've, I get questions of all kinds. Yeah. I mean, all kinds. Mm-hmm. From 
career path to moving to relationship to mm-hmm. marriage to babies to tapping into people's children their relatives their parents mm-hmm. um health mm-hmm. to you know having people give me a list of of names for realtors which mm-hmm. one should i go with you know <laughs> and if, if they go in this direction and i can mm-hmm. literally tap in and tell you if the person mm-hmm. what, what they're like mm-hmm. that's awesome what you know their personality or i get certain textures and colors mm-hmm. and things associated with certain things mm-hmm. so you're not it's not um you talking to probably what people would be like ghosts and you see spirits so much or is that something? I mean, you can, uh-huh. yeah, you can see, but that's not, yeah. and definitely when I'm doing an energy clearing, mm-hmm. you know, I don't always narrate out loud because it's a little, you know, yeah. there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. but yes, you are talking to, you know, disincarnate beings. Okay. For sure. Interesting. Um, as well as things from other dimensions. There's a lot more out there than, yeah, than, absolutely. Than, you know, I believe that there's tons, tons. And is there any, um, way that you you talk to these you know forces or like a code of conduct or like some way that you reach out to them respectfully because i've Mm -hmm. in my past there have been times where um i feel that like my sister once played with a ouija board and that unlocked i think something that was not happy with us in our home Mm -hmm. and i think it was that happened because there wasn't that like respect there maybe when she was Mm -hmm. and her friends were playing with this and so that's one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why it became so um you know, angry. And mm-hmm. so is there a way that you, you talk to, or you communicate with these other forces in a way to avoid that? Well, right. And I, um, I work with light. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything that light can't handle. Okay. So, and definitely re- being respectful of, you know, if you're on someone's territory where there is, you know, something that, mm-hmm. A lot of times they're lost. Absolutely, yeah. They just haven't been sent home. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, there's a, there's a variety of reasons. Okay. Um, but to start tantalizing and and playing with and inviting, mm-hmm. no, I don't do that. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I don't, I don't do that. What is it? So what is it like exactly to speak to these forces? Like you were saying earlier, it, you get textures, you get feelings. But do you like you feel like an actual like presence there that you're mm-hmm. like talking to face to face? That's what it's like for you. If I'm doing a medium reading, especially mm-hmm. if, if I'm if I'm specifically tapping into someone that has passed on, mm-hmm. yes, then I will get um, some are more clear than others. It's mm-hmm. amazing because I believe that they have to lower their vibration to come down here to even communicate, mm-hmm. and some don't want to. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've had them literally say, well, "Who are you, and what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I'm not you know what I mean. That. Yeah, and so. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's and then, then some are real chatty, super <laughs> chatty, and very protective. I mm-hmm. get a lot of, especially grandmothers. I don't know what that <laughs> is, but I get a lot of grandmas that uh-huh. will come in, and I'll see a very clear picture of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes eyes or hair or something they that they did a lot that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's playing cards, knitting, whatever. Yeah, they'll show you things to let you know they're there, Absolutely. just to let the person know they're okay. Mm-hmm. So that's more of what. And like I said, some are, some are, and some people are quiet. Mm-hmm. They were quiet in nature before they left this planet. Yeah. So they don't really have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. But you'll get textures or smells or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, most people just want to know that their loved ones are okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Really, they do. Yeah. Were, was there any, like, formal training that you went through? Or did you, were you kind of just like, you were talking about Reiki and face reading you've learned from other people, but was there... Like, was most of it self-taught and you just were, you mm-hmm. trying to figure out mm-hmm. what all this meant for you? Absolutely. I definitely, um, 
well, obviously took all the courses in Reiki um, for the ability to teach it, mm-hmm. as well as you know do the do the work. Mm-hmm. And but you create your own style and your own means to you know connection, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the information that you receive, which could yeah. be different from someone else. Some people just see colors. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have clairvoyance, mm-hmm. clairaudience, clairsentience, clairempathy, mm-hmm. and I do smell, which has actually increased more. Wow. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> have I'm you not gotten sure. older? Yeah, I don't know why. That's crazy. As I've done this work longer, I will get a certain psychic smell to things, mm-hmm. and I'll know, you know, I'll smell illness mm-hmm. sometimes, um, whether it's mental or whether it's physical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's there's a variety of ways in which I, I get this information. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, I will see beans mm-hmm. well thank you i appreciate that sure. um and so you just want to let everybody know right now where um they can find you i have this business card but um you have a website mm-hmm. um and and com, and then I'm, i won't put out your your phone number you don't want that out there right now right yeah um, go to my website there's mm-hmm. there's quite a bit of information under my work but there's there's a lot of information awesome. on there and it's pretty straightforward mm-hmm and so there's a phone number and an email and a way to get a hold of me. So Awesome. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for coming in to talk. I yeah, really appreciate it. Welcome to the November episode of The Witching Hour. This month, we will be talking about ghosts, everything ghosty, haunted, spirits, spooky. and the like. Very spooky. Our first guest for the day is Isaiah, who is joining us to tell us about his haunted house. Okay. So first things first is we made a mistake right when we moved in. We did not sage the place. <laughs> Number one rule of moving into somewhere new is you gotta sage the place. Definitely. So, with that being said, we have been having a couple of disturbances just here and there. And they're getting a little bit freaky now. What is it, What qualifies as a disturbance? It disturbs me. <laughs> <laughs> it disturbs my mental health. Okay. <laughs> so what happened was... Me and my three roommates were sitting upstairs and we were watching Talladega Nights. And we were all just like chilling, having a good time. And I was getting tired, so I decided to go to bed, you know, like a normal person on a Tuesday night. (laughs) So I make my way over to my stairwell. And as soon as I start getting down the stairs, my lights turned on. And I'm just like, huh, that's a little strange. We were all inside watching Talladega Nights. And I thought to myself, well, maybe one of the guys turned it on before we started watching the movie. You know, like that could have been a thing too. So I went over and I asked him, I was like, hey guys, like, have you guys been downstairs yet? And they're like, no, nah, we've been up here basically all day. And I was just like, that's really strange. So I kind of brushed that off. You know, I was like, nah, you know, lights are lights. Stuff happens, electrical firings, you know, they can be shocky sometimes. So yeah. I was like, you know, I'm not going to think about it too much. So then the second part happened. That was a little bit more creepy. What happened was we were all um, downstairs this time. And as we were all just hanging out, you know, like a normal like Friday night, we're just chilling in the basement. We hear something walking above us on top. And now we just assume that maybe it's like one of our friends that just let themselves in the door or something like that. Because we're like a household that we don't like to keep the door locked. You know what I mean? Like it's not a huge deal to us because we know we have friends coming and frequenting through that thing. So we're I'd rather just leave the door open. So we thought maybe the someone's here. So we all like, okay, like we walked upstairs, go check who's there. No one. No one's there. No one was there. No one's there. Oh, wow. It was well. just footsteps above us. And we were like, okay, everything's fine. Nothing's here. So now I've just been living in fear 
Just over a light and some footsteps? That's a lot. That's a lot? That's a lot for me. I don't deal with, like, that supernatural well. <laughs> Do you have a lot of experience with it? No. I don't like it. <laughs> I try to avoid that as much as humanly possible. So do you really, do you think it's a ghost? I mean, what else could it be, though? So you believe in ghosts? See, now that's where you got me. Because I believe in spirits. Okay. I don't believe in ghosts. What is the difference? A spirit is just like a being of aura that like is just your energy. And a ghost is an actual physicality. Like it's like literally doing something like moving something somewhere or it like takes an action upon something else so you believe in both i don't believe in ghosts okay but i'm kind of jumping on the fence and then the bandwagon on that one i don't i don't want to say there's no ghost and piss off a ghost you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well then what's a spirit a spirit's like more of an energy like there where does it come from um i don't know i mean i guess the underground, under underworld, I don't know, whatever you want to so call it. So there's an underworld? Well, my, I think spirits are just, like, beings of uh, aura, like an energy, basically. Like, uh, associate them with being uh, of a soul that is just in peril. Like, and they have, like, unfinished business almost, whether it be positive or negative. I just see that as a spirit. Okay. So you believe spirits are human? I believe spirits are human. You're Ghosts, I believe, can actually do action. That's my difference. Okay. So, like, an observer versus exactly. someone who can perpetuate, like, action. Exactly. Isn't the difference, theoretically, like, ghosts who can do stuff and just normal ghosts? Isn't it like they're poltergeists, right? Oh, really? Isn't that what an angry ghost is? I don't know. I You'd don't... be telling me. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess we can find out. I feel like um, a poltergeist would be, like, doing violent stuff to you, not just wandering around your house. See, that's what I would assume. Just, like, you know, like they'd be banging stuff, you know, like, maybe, like, making a disturbance, like, mm -hmm. big, you know, like, making it audible, at least, like, to just, like, mess with us. But, like, this is just, like, creepy. I've always kind of liked the theory of, like, ghosts and, like, energy. Doesn't it make sense if, like, there is a soul and that comes out as, like, energy, you know, no matter is created or destroyed? Like, it would make sense if it interacted through, like, electric signals and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I thought was, like, that. really interesting. Like, yeah. I don't know if I believe in ghosts at all, but, or spirits or anything. I always <laughs> kind of like the idea. No, I hear that. I don't know. Like, I really haven't had too much of, like, a uh spirit um background i guess to say i've been pretty clean free my whole life thanks for coming on yeah of course thanks for sharing your ghost story thanks for having me appreciate yeah. it our next guests on the witching hour brian and ave who seem pretty skeptical about ghosts gotta say you guys don't I, even have personal theories about them nothing i'm a big proponent of uh seeing to believe in like collective uh, experiences leading to a greater cause and also science no and that's that's fine i get that i i don't disagree i'm i need to see more evidence before i start you need believing. to be spooked before you believe in the spooky i was spooked though i i've been spooked multiple times i just think there's a quantifiable explanation for it if ghosts were real what would they be if ghosts were real what would they be that is an interesting question can you clarify all right, so are they demons? Are they angels? Are they dead humans? Are they, what are they? I don't believe in them, so I don't think they exist in the first place. I'm sorry. All right, all right. <laughs> what do you think, Abe? I, on the other hand, I'm definitely slightly interested in otherworldly type things. Like, it seems kind of interesting, but I don't know. I don't really want to believe in it, but if something weird were to happen, I wouldn't count it out. I wouldn't, like, entirely rule out that that option that it would be 
creatures from not necessarily creatures but uh, beings from other worlds or so like when you say beings of, from other worlds what do you mean well i'm i'm a believer in like I, i'm aware that spirits exist like that's that's a part of my belief system you know so you like believe in a soul yeah absolutely yeah. um do i believe that they're just like roaming the earth and stuff and like waiting to possess people not necessarily however i do know that what you open yourself up to you can definitely be influenced by and i think that you don't have to just straight up call it like oh like demons or angels or whatever but i do believe that there are like forces out there that are otherworldly that influence this world i i, I don't have like an opinion on ghosts honestly mm-hmm. i've never really given it much thought as like beyond it being like a pop culture thing mm-hmm. but did some research for this episode there's lots of theories on what ghosts are really i want you to clarify because some people think ghosts are aliens Aliens are dope. I don't believe in aliens, <laughs> <laughs> but that just sounds do believe, cool. Do you believe in aliens, Brian? I love aliens. I love the theory of aliens, the hypothesis of aliens. I think it's almost impossible that there's... I think it's impossible that aliens wouldn't exist. Even though that I think aliens exist, I don't think that they would be a spiritual being to me that appear to me. I don't know. I like to think about that. Like maybe the aliens are just like light beings who are spying on us being like, what the heck here are these little humans doing? Do we even bother? I don't hate the theory. It's easier for me to believe in like the possibility of things. Like it's easier for me to just not rule something out than it is to me to say it like it's not possible. The only experience with like spooks, I'll just call them spooks, okay. generic supernatural occurrences, was actually my my family's house, old-ass colonial. Ever so often, it settles, and it sounds like old Mary Copeland, the proprietor of the house and the constructor and owner of the house, the first owner of the house, was walking around spiritually, and my mom would always like to uh, tell us that. I, I never got into that, but that's the only really supernatural i'm i'm air quoting supernatural occurrence that's happened around me yeah nothing like that's ever happened but i kind of have a question to those that do believe in other spirits and stuff in terms of like where we go after we die a lot of people just believe like oh we're just gone people believe in heaven and hell and stuff i'm one of those people that believes in the latter but in terms of if a soul had a choice to go somewhere else or stay on earth why would you stay on earth like i don't really know why a ghost would still be like still just be posted up where they were before that well i would counter weird. that with like okay i thought about this a lot actually like the concept mm-hmm. of like heaven and hell and then you have the concept of purgatory so like what if yeah, purgatory is your spirit having to stay on earth if you're going to put it in that like judeo-christian context i think they debunked that didn't they didn't they say that purgatory wasn't a thing there's so many different sects and like splinter offs like i couldn't tell you definitively Mm -hmm. but i know it's definitely a very pop culture concept there's a ski resort named after it you know i guess my concept of it being somebody who doesn't have a lot of like traditional religious background it's in between it's it's the painfulness of like being neither you know and i feel like that would be pretty painful to be stuck between not heaven or hell but you can't interact with the place that you used to be if we are talking about there being like spirits you know that sounds pretty pretty terrible my fear is that we do have eternal souls and there is eternity because i'm so afraid of there being life after death this is already so exhausting man i don't know (laughs) if i can keep doing this well i mean i'm pretty sure the soul doesn't necessarily have a concept of fleshly time it sounds kind (laughs) of gross but yeah i'm not really sure how that works c.s lewis had a pretty good quote on it though he said we are not humans with souls just having to be souls with bodies i was like dang c.s that's deep well i think that probably concludes our ghosty chat uh big thanks to our guests ave and brian and again you're listening to the witching hour thank you thanks for having us 
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Witching Hour. I would like to thank all of our guests and Bibby and various members of the KCSU staff for taking the time to talk with us. My name is Haley Justino. I engineered some of the audio and produced this podcast. I would like to thank Olivia Barber, my co-host and co-creator, for also engineering the audio and producing this podcast with me. I would like to thank Joe Wood and the production staff at KCSU for helping put together this podcast. And I would like to thank you for listening. The Witching Hour podcast will take a brief hiatus over December and possibly January, but we hope to be back in February with more podcasts concerning all things metaphysical and spooky. You can find more KCSU podcasts at kcsufm.com on SoundCloud and on iTunes.